0: Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode 164 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we are going to talk about indulgence in death.
1: Indulgence
0: oh, yeah. In death. <laughs> so, yeah, um, theme of this book. It's this book is clearly about love. Clearly, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pick the themes. Um, Nora picks the themes. Right, yeah, right. So
1: it's,
0: it is this book. The clearly. theme of this book is love. Yeah, and because you know, in the first few uh, paragraphs of the book. Uh, They're in Ireland and they're driving down this like really treacherous, twisty road, apparently. Yeah. And she's fearing for her life. Eve is. (laughs) And um, it says she had to remind herself that the trip had been her idea. Love was another killer. (laughs) But how could she have known that driving in Western Ireland meant risking life and limb at every curve? <laughs>
2: so dramatic,
1: right? Yeah, she really so is.
2: dramatic, yeah.
3: Um, even, <laughs> even the countryside, right?
0: So, and then when they got to um, his aunt's house, it says Shanae caught Rourke in a solid swaying hug as her murmured greeting was in Irish. Eve couldn't understand the words, but the emotion translated. This was love, open and accepting. And then, let's see, the next day, Rourke goes off and, you know, he's going to do some farming with the men. Wait, can we talk about the talking bed? Can well, we? f- well, I'm just talking about the theme right now. <laughs> We're we'll just talking go about back.
3: the theme. We're going to come talking
0: back about, about theme the talking right Yeah. Don't worry. Um, so, uh, she, yeah, she took a shower and she's coming down for breakfast. And it's as she's going down the steps, it says she heard more singing, a pretty and bright human voice lilting away about love. Um, and then uh, at a certain point, uh, Sinead says to Eve, um, you have power over a powerful man. His love gives you that power. And then when they leave, Sinead says, here's love to hold until next we meet and I give you more. Oh, uh- but also there was a whole storyline, a weird storyline about Dickie being in love yes <laughs> it, it, it was a weird storyline it was a weird storyline except when you think about the theme being love right yeah right. It, at a certain point they go to one of the who was oh Carolia, who was her and her boyfriend mitch were like stealing right stealing money from stealing supplies yeah mm-hmm. and then selling them right and Peabody says to eve um she says, or she, or she thinks she's in love with the asshole. Uh, didn't want to roll, but, and then um, Eve says, push comes to shove, love goes down. And Peabody says, I guess, except when it's really love. Then they talk to one of uh, Sylvester's, like, ex Patricia. And she said, you know, everything was going great with them. And he sa- she says, until he met Winnie, and though it took me a long time to see it, Sly loved him more. Later, when Rourke and Eve are talking about those two, uh, Rourke says to Eve, no, it's perfectly clear. It's more than teamwork, shared interests, partnership. You see it as a terrible kind of love. And then at the end, um, Eve says to Winnie Dudley, "Uh, it was fun, wasn't it? That much fun, you do it for love, not the score. And you loved it, just like you love your chemicals. So, you know. Obviously, it's a book yeah. about love. Yeah, Obviously. yeah. You know. Anyway, so yes, Eve and Rourke go to Ireland. It's a the drive is a nightmare <laughs> for Eve. They finally get there. They have a barbecue. You know, um, and uh, Eve has this great moment with, you know, Sean. With Sean, where, yep. You know, Ugh. she thinks again so how funny. bloodthirsty yeah. he is. <laughs> We love him. Yeah, you know. that sounds
3: great.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the next morning is the bed scene
1: that John was talking.
2: is it, it that uh, night?
1: It's the they go to in the bed, morning. Yeah.
2: No. No, when they go to bed, that's when the talking bed happens. Okay. Because works trying works trying to get some, and she's like, "I'm not doing this on a talking bed." That's <laughs> 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 I'm sorry.
3: It's <Just> like. <laughs> i i cackled out loud I know, every
2: time, like yeah like every time i've read it but you
3: know most recently <laughs> as well
2: i'm sure they know we have sex yeah but right. that's different than having the bed yell out whoopee <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so great. oh my god in the morning that's when the cock wakes her up
0: right but before yeah. that Rourke tells her, like, well, we'll just have, you know, quiet, dignified sex. Yes. And she says, if sex is dignified, it's not being done right. Exactly. So. <laughs> so, yeah, the next morning, yeah, the the <laughs> the cock wakes the cock her up and there's a oh lot of cock jokes,
1: a lot of cock jokes, <laughs> a of cock jokes.
0: <laughs>
3: which honestly, I am here for. I, totally. Totally. I'm like, yes, that fine. i just
0: ridiculous. <laughs> It so is good. ridiculous, but it's, it's one of those things that Nora's so good at. Though. So good at. Uh, you know, those kinds of jokes.
3: Also, though, just a nice reminder that even Rourke are also just as immature as we are sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: A lot of times. I think
1: Rourke is times, very immature. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because,
3: know. you know, what, being immature is fun and it doesn't hurt uh-huh. anybody when it's it like not. that.
1: Probably. Yeah. And obviously
3: it does sometimes, but in that case it does not.
0: No. Right. Um, so yeah, so Rourke leaves early because he's gonna do some farming with the with the boys, with the men. Because <laughs> that's what men do just, on
2: the just farm. That's that what picture, men do. That picture in my head is like one of my favorite things. Just right. Kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> like something of
3: Rourke like that. <laughs> Ooh, no. Why not?
2: Oh no, I I love it. I like I said, it's I love that picture yeah. in my head. It's great
0: he he looks dignified <laughs> on a tractor i think i don't know
2: i'm sure he does <laughs> i think he's out there yelling whoopee right <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then eve wakes up and because um, she went back to sleep after Brooke left and she wakes up and uh takes a shower uh has to towel dry because there's no drying tube unfortunately for her <laughs> oh my Poor god eve i know right <laughs> and she's also thinking like you know i'm gonna have to suffer through some tea because obviously they won't have why she's no, thinking that it's it's Rourke's. fan why isn't he's giving yeah. everybody else coffee why is not he yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but yes he sent coffee yeah. ahead yes so um sinead out we'll of it yeah so um so yeah so Thank they you. sit down and they talk about uh eve's anniversary gift for Rourke um and that and how it's all progressing and everything's ready and you know I guess Sinead's been sending her pictures as it progresses and um it's a very sweet scene
3: yeah and they have so much
0: (laughs) yeah and they do have another conversation about like she Sinead wants them to become friends not just because of Rourke but because you know she wants them to be friends and it's also very sweet that she um tells her that she thinks that um, Siobhan would have
2: would have liked her, would have really liked her.
0: Yeah. So that was all very sweet. That's so sweet. Yes. So um, they, uh, they go to the park that uh, Eve has been, has been having built in memory of Rourke's mom. That's his anniversary present. And um, Rourke is going to meet them there and uh he does and he's talking about this park like i didn't realize there was a park here but this is a really good place for it and oh look at all the you know all the equipment and doesn't it look fun
1: yeah
0: and how pretty it is and eve takes him over to where the plaque is that you know says that the park was dedicated you know to siobhan by her son and it's a very touching moment
3: it's so like, yeah, it's maybe one of my favorites in the entire series.
0: Yeah. Honestly, it really is. And then um, Sinead comes over and they talk for a few minutes and then she's like, oh, look, now you have a playmate come to play with you. And he yep. looks over and it's Brian Kelly, which love is it. Like, He's so
3: happy. And then <laughs> yeah. It is like, hell yeah, there's well, Brian well, Kelly. I, I love and him. It's great. It's,
0: It's nice that they called him, you know, it is, and had him flown out. And you
3: know, listen, that's a journey,
0: it is a journey.
3: It's not like it's not like it's right down the street. No, no, (laughs) so yeah, I just love how dedicated they are to that. Like, just to really not just being like, Yes, Rourke, welcome to the family, really embracing everything about Rourke and including Brian. And I don't know. Works family is amazing.
2: So amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, they really are. And then Sean comes up and says, like, you know, he wants he wants uh, Eve to come with him or he wants them all to go walking in the woods. So the, dogs the, woods the dogs ran into the woods and, and, and he wants help yeah. finding him. And he was telling Eve, what if we find a body or, you know, you need to be there. It's a clue. Yeah. Right. Um, and so they're walking to the woods and this is like one of my favorite parts because um brian starts saying stuff like do you remember that time when we did this and you know
3: he was <laughs> like i'm right here right <laughs> i'm right here Eve, lighten up <laughs> right right just and lighten up a little bit Eve. <laughs> let, let, let the boys reminisce right yeah she, she's so funny and then
0: uh, <laughs> you know sean goes running ahead with the, to find the dogs and then he pretty <laughs> soon he comes running back and he tells eve you have you have to come and saying something about she's dead Yeah. and eve alerts right away oh wait a minute there's something wrong <laughs> they get to where the dogs are and they find a dead body
3: you know like you do
0: like you do well yeah Plus you do holiday eve.
2: let's do like, it it's working. <laughs> they, they find bodies yep. everywhere right
0: yeah it's just how they roll i'm real surprised that on all of their vacations they don't come back having found a body you
2: know yeah, I, yeah. they're they're
3: not they're not exactly doing it so well when they don't have bodies on vacations <laughs> right? right at least listen if it happens once it's bad enough but it's happened at least twice now for them right right i'm just saying <laughs> yeah maybe
2: it's I
0: happened. Mean, <laughs> so um Eve tells uh, Sean to take Rourke and walk back to the main road so they can see how long it takes to walk from that spot to the main road. And uh, they also, Rourke, I think, is the one that contacts the police there. I think so. And the police guy comes up and he's like really young and inexperienced and he has never... never seen a dead body except for his grandma at her funeral and
1: he's so cute he's so cute
0: (laughs) and he just has no idea what to do and she's like trying to help him even though she knows that she should kind of back off you know and let him handle it but he's like you know and yeah the whole part where he's like she's like and then you go to the family and you notify the family and he's like (gasps)
1: what (laughs) and
0: he's she's like yeah you have and then he's like can you come with me? And she's like, no, you have to do you know, I don't have any authority here. You have to do it. This is Aww. what you say, you know. Poor guy. Poor yeah, guy. That, then that's gotta be hard. You know. It so. does.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's probably one of the worst parts of the, that whole profession,
1: you know. Oh, for sure.
3: Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's something I wouldn't want to do. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Um, so they find out that, um, the name of this girl is Holly Curlow and they have an Emmy that comes out and examines her and says that she's been what strangled. She was kind of beaten and strangled, uh, but that she wasn't killed there, that she was put there after right. she was killed. And I guess it was a pretty easy case even for the rookie cop, you know, to yeah. figure I'm out. I'm glad.
2: What- Good for him. Yes, good for him. Yeah, because I think it was like that <laughs>
0: night he yeah, comes over. He figured it
2: out. He yeah, he made it pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Tells he if it was just a guy that had dated her and he wanted to, you know, be more and she didn't want to, and so he got angry and just killed her. Dumb
1: boy. So. Yeah, and fucking uh, ridiculous.
3: Some, you were yeah, not entitled to have a woman love you. Thank you. Good night. Exactly. Right? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Men, men,
3: uh,
0: <laughs> why are men? Why are, why
3: are men?
0: <laughs> My exactly. apologies to all the men in the audience. I'm sure you're all the exception
3: <laughs> that they're probably also like, Why are men? <laughs> why
2: are men? <laughs> right? Yeah. We'd like to know too,
3: There, are because because good men are not unaware of the fact that there are shitty men out there. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, the uh, officer comes, Officer officer Leary,
1: yes.
0: uh, stops by the house a- at night and asks to talk to Eve, and they go kind of into the kitchen by themselves, and he tells Eve that they found the guy, that he confessed right away, that he was really, really sorry, and you could tell this this Officer Leary was really pissed, like, yeah, you're yeah. really sorry, but really, you know, I mean, it's too Are late. You? And Right. Yeah, yeah, it's a little like, too late for mm-hmm. that. Um, and then he leaves and right away Eve goes in and, and goes right to Sean and tells him, you know, this, that his name was Kevin Donahue and he killed her because he was mad at her. And, you know, they had that whole discussion where Kevin uh, says, Sean says something like, you know, hope they beat him or something like that. You know,
2: Hope they cost him good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know Eve is like you can't think that way if you're going to be a police officer. You have to you know do things the right way.
3: <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, maybe I don't want to."
0: Just unfair. <laughs> 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 yeah. So then um the next morning is when they they leave again. And uh yep. Rourke tells uh his aunt that he wants them all to come visit them for Thanksgiving. For
1: Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm.
0: And they say they would so and then there's that sweet moment like we already talked about where she says to him in irish you know here's here's love to take with you until <clears throat> i can give you more or something like that it's, something very irish so which is very touching. very irish the next chapter is e- they go back to new york
2: back to new york
0: and <laughs> back to the grind back to the grind but you know eve is secretly Eve's happy like, Hell yes yeah yeah and it's so funny because like Peabody comes in, and she's like, "What did you to be for your anniversary?" Because she's like, "It's got to be <laughs> fantastic," you know. And Eve shows her a watch. <laughs> and Peabody's like, oh okay, "Oh, okay, that's cool. Nice, I guess." Yeah. And this is an you know I'm just, we I don't know if we have comments about this and we review the reviews, but you know obviously this one is written in what. 2010
2: i think so 2011 Um, 2010 or
0: 2011 we had fancy watches like this at that time um just not like what she was describing right but it will only be a few years later that apple will come out with the first iWatch, and it's exactly what she's describing and so (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) so (laughs) it's it's you know um i but i don't know again my whole my my Answer to all this is always well, there's been an urban war, so maybe everybody's eyewatches got destroyed or (laughs)
2: right. Maybe the cloud got blown up and nobody knows (laughs) anymore. We just don't know, but we don't know.
0: Um, but yeah, this is a very fancy watch that you know does all the fancy stuff and also has a full color screen and the ability to you know talk, you know, video chat with people and record things and pretty much just like an island. Right. It's pretty much what it is. But yeah, that's, but it figures in later the recording uh, aspect of it. Yeah. But then they get called out to a murder uh, of a, uh, a guy named Jamal Houston. He was a limo driver. He he owned the limo company. It's like a high end exclusive limo company. Right. And he drove the limo and um, he was uh, shot in the back with a crossbow crossbow just normal shit
3: or through yeah. the net normal uh his was through the neck yeah yes, yes. Neck, yeah. his is through the neck yeah just normal shit you know. just
0: normal stuff it's not normal stuff which is why eve is surprised i mean yeah <laughs> weird yeah crossbow you know
2: how often do you see a crossbow injury exactly very
0: if you're not chasing uh, zombies but.
2: yeah well yeah
0: then you probably but, see uh, it a lot yeah, probably. Not in this, you know, situation.
2: <laughs> Not in this situation. Not in a limo.
0: Yeah. So the name of the company is Gold Star Transportation Services, and even Peabody go to the headquarters. Uh, this guy had a, had a partner who is named Michael Chin, and she and Peabody go there and uh, notify him of uh, Jamal's death, and then they go and notify the widow, which is very sad. Very sad. That's always sad, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You just tell them they just all liked each other. It's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to put my two cents in there, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right.
0: (laughs)
3: Jeez. (laughs) That
2: that was what was sad about
0: it because they were all so close and they all loved each other so much. And, you know, from there, they go to question the guy that booked the limo. The the guy who's under whose name the limo is booked. Let's just say that Correct. his name is Augustus Sweet, and he works at Dudley and Son. And uh, they tell him that his uh, credit card was his, his company credit card was used to book the limo, and he was like, "No, that wasn't me." Eve also uh, interviews his PA, Mitchell Sykes, uh, who this outline says is an arrogant snob, but not murderous. <laughs>
2: a little shit. Yeah, he's a little shit. He's a little shit. Yes, Eve runs into little shits a lot. She does.
1: There, I like it that so many of them.
2: You're like, okay, this has really nothing to do with my actual investigation, but I'm gonna take the little fucker down anyway.
1: Yeah, because he's a shit.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it, it's saying here since the card was used to book the limo, not pay for it as long as an authorization code was used, there wouldn't be a flag for just placing a hold on it. But I think one of the things that was said is that not everyone has access to the information, the company information, as far as people's uh, credit card numbers and their um, passwords and whatnot to get into the credit cards. That's that's not information that everyone in the company has. Only a select few people. Have that information. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm bringing this up is because you know there's going to be people. They're like, yeah, Eve, Eve, you know, figures out this crime like out of thin air with no clues right? whatsoever, right? Yep.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And going and yep, to gonna be like that.
0: Just to point out, like this early, it's it's said already that you know very few people have information. That information, and mm-hmm. so, you know, some of the people that have the information is upper management, right? Right, so I mean, she
2: even asked Brooke that question. She's like, "Would you have access to that?" Or you know, she's like, "Because you're you," or "Because you're the head of the company." And he's like, "Both,"
1: (laughs) you know. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So Eve knows it. 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 it, You know, lowers the amount. I mean, yes, somebody could hack into their system and get it, I suppose. But you know, without direct information on that you know we don't know if that's what happened but she does know right. that upper management has access to these card numbers and can use these cards right so just just pointing that out I,
2: to that dumb makes people that don't me, pay attention right? to these <laughs> aj's already read some of these reviews you know you guys know yeah. that one. right yeah <laughs> so um
0: so they go to visit the morgue Um, but there's really no new information. Um, Morris points out that Jamal had many childhood injuries indicating abuse. Um, it says a trip to the lab yields considerably more information, including the fact that Dickhead is in love and therefore (laughs) smiling and giving out information without expecting bribes
3: very weird. It's very right. weird. She's confused. It's creepy. What the right. hell? You can't really blame her.
0: <laughs> Peabody runs information on people who would have access to crossbows and the bolts that are used, you know, with crossbows. And they're find, they find uh, someone named Iris Quill. So they go and uh, they're going to talk to her. They re-listen to Jamal's final transmission to Michael. He says he he says the passenger is excited about the surprise for his wife. Um, so obviously they know it's a man, right? So they got to talk to Iris Quill, but you know they know it's not her, right? Uh, Peabody, uh, she asked Peabody to get financials for Sykes and Sweet, along with running the rest of the Bolt customers and she offers to take half that list and then she goes back home yep um and this says that Eve goes home and immediately insults Somerset
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) important this is when when she's telling Galahad that he needs to like go on a diet Yeah. Eve back off diet and exercise (laughs) Let the, know, cat the cat do what he does. Half, the cat, fucking cat, you know, one cat package. I got, right.
1: I got two
2: of those. Badasses. <laughs> right? Let 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 the cat
3: live his life, Eve. Right?
0: Yeah. Um. Although you know, we've all seen pictures of those like cats that are like, it's ridiculous, and people, you you did like, come on. Yes, let the cat lead <laughs> its life. Like but there's some people that Hallowhead just
3: like, is not that fat. No, I he's not.
0: Like. I, I no. don't think he is at all. I think they just it's just a running gag and it's a fun, it's a fun little gag. Yeah. Um we always called Baxter
3: fat ass, and he was literally like seven pounds. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean I'm sitting here calling
3: Abby a
2: fat ass and she's like ten pounds at
0: that. <laughs> so See.
3: He's just guess. so much
2: bigger than when I first got her that it's weird.
0: And, you know, I mean, I, yeah, I make jokes about Lily being chubby, um, but Lily, you know, eats a few extra meals or whatever, or eats a yeah. different food and <laughs> she's slightly m- more, you know, chubby. And then she's big,
2: she's big boned. She's, she, she, you know what,
0: that's, that is true. She is big bone because she looks yeah. tiny, but you try to pick her up and she's like heavy, like.
2: You're like, what the heck?
0: <laughs> Although I think she weighed in at at the this time at the vet at like forty six.
2: Oh please, that's nothing. <laughs> well, that's just, she, she, looks she looks tiny. 95? 95, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. I have myself a pony, not but, a dog. Right, but he's <laughs> probably yeah, oh, way <laughs> bigger a than pony. Lily. <laughs> Lily looks really oh, yeah. tiny he's a and so lab. Yeah, he's yeah. 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 like this tall. Like, yeah, yeah. He's big. He's a big boy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because Marla yeah. is eighty five pounds, and Marla is yeah. a girl, and she's yeah. well, he's an American now.
2: Lab too, so he's taller than a mm. than the. Oh yeah. Lab. So yeah, he, he's not fat. He's pretty lean actually, but he's just Her, tall and big. He's just a big yeah. He's a just, just a big dog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Natalie is always like, I just didn't ever think a dog would be bigger than Bailey, and Bailey was like seventy pounds, and I was like, yeah, no marla is
1: mm-hmm.
3: way bigger but bailey was chunky <laughs> right and marla marla's a red lab and bailey was a yellow lab and i don't know really, oh, if that yeah. makes a difference but
2: red labs tend to be leaner too my best friend yeah, she's just, red a, lab, she's
3: just a
2: big dog
3: physically yeah. like yep. like
2: finn that's yeah. i mean i think yep. that that's
3: just what it is yep uh, we love a chunky dog yeah. though
2: we do love a chunky dog.
3: We, we saw one. We saw we were walking. um Adam and I were at Harry Potter World last weekend or Harry Potter weekend at Kent, which I will tell you guys about later because that was an experience. <laughs> and we were we were walking over to one of the like locations and there are these people sitting outside and their dog. They just have this like chubby dog. It was a sleigh in there in the sun. And we both. Neither of us have dogs. Adam is not even a dog person. We both looked at each other like, did you see the chonky dog? <laughs> There's nothing more exciting than seeing a chonky animal. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. It just made us so happy. are like,
3: did you see it? Did you
2: see that Instagram reel where it's like, they got like this, like, like purebred dog. Like, this is a purebred $3,000 dog with all its papers and you know, we it's just he's just beautiful, and then there's like these two fat, dumb looking <laughs> dogs, and the <they're>, like, guy's <laughs> like, This, was, these are my dogs, chonko and fuck ass. I found them <laughs> behind a dumpster, and I loved them more than life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, chonko um, and fuck ass.
1: Yeah,
3: oh, <laughs> uh, well, we love we love a chonky gal ahead, no matter how ch- chubby he may be. Absolutely,
1: it's exactly.
3: all that matters, it is, anyway. <sighs> So enough know. of the uh, fat cat shaming that we are yes. doing the
1: right.
2: <laughs> um Yeah, stop shaming your cat, Eve. So <laughs> Eve shames <laughs> the you. cat
0: and insults Somerset. And then as soon as Rourke gets home, they decide that their vacation isn't over and they need to like revisit. They, the, they need to do the thing. They need to do the thing. They
2: need to do the thing.
0: Um and then they have dinner and they talk about Eve's murder. Yep. Um she reviews Jamal's journal record and it shows truancy shoplifting, illegals, destruction of property, two stints in juvie. And finally, when he was 17, he beat his father and took off. And after that, he was put on supervised half. He was put in a supervised halfway house, provided counseling and given a chance to turn his life around, which he did. Which makes it all the more like, make the worse yeah Yeah. um rourke no surprise to anyone finds a hidden account for sykes
3: (laughs) of course he does um you
0: know
3: like you do if you're rourke
0: yeah like you do and they figure out he's been dealing drugs with his girlfriend carol Carol carolia prince who is a pharmaceutical rep at dudley for almost three years And nobody's surprised
3: nobody is surprised. Not at all. Pharmaceutical
0: reps. reps? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean shady bitches. Did you see the did you see the um what was the name of the movie with uh Michael
2: Keaton? Oh, yeah. 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 And um
0: pharmaceutical reps basically like, you know, mm-hmm. giving out samples and seeing that these places these these Pharmacies were turning into like, you know, drug dealers essentially with people strung out and stuff and like, well, who cares? I'm making a lot of sales, you know? Yeah. So sometimes those people can be horrible people too. There's the, those are the exceptions for anyone out there who is a (laughs) drug manufacturer (laughs) rep. We know that that's the exception and not the
2: rule. You know what? I, I've got several of my favorite people who are drug reps. Several in my yeah. family,
0: actually. And they probably know that. <laughs> they
3: know exactly you know,
2: how bad it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eve decides he's pri- probably not the killer because he wouldn't want to call attention to himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like uh Jen said, she's going to fuck with him anyway. Well, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It's fun <laughs> that
0: way. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, In the House of Horrors at Coney Island, uh, a licensed companion, Ava Crampton, is being murdered. Mm -hmm. And, you know, weird because it doesn't doesn't seem to have anything to do with anything. No. Um, (laughs) Not at all. So even Rourke head for bed, but just as they lay down, Eve is notified of uh, Ava Crampton's murder.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um rourke is also notified since he has a business interest in the coney island amusement center because of course he does of course and he does. rourke describes the house of horrors and the minimal security telling eve it's a pro it's appropriately gruesome and terrifying to which eve replies that it wouldn't scare her uh <laughs> she gets that every day when she comes home
3: <laughs> i mean that's a pretty good dig on Somerset, that's a good honestly. That's a, good, that's a good, good one. That's a good one. Good job, Eve. I like. The <laughs> she, she's a fucking murder cop, and she's like, actually, we're just going to talk about how I live
0: with a ghoul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Seems fair.
0: That's so, the relationship. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we love it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. So uh, when they get there, they're talking to the electronics employee. His name is Gum. And um, he leads even and Rourke to the dead body, telling them that normally they would have been notified um, at loss of heartbeat. But then there was a glitch, a blip, a wrinkle in the security system. Parts were blank. <laughs> he speculated that the killer used sophisticated, a sophisticated jammer. All along the way, to and in the house of horrors, so he knew where the cameras were. Rourke identifies the murder weapon as a bayonet, which would, which could be shot from. Well, it couldn't be shot from a rifle. This person says could be shot from a rifle, Mm-mm. or used by itself as a sidearm.
2: Oh. Um, no, it can be used on a rifle. It's attached to the rifle. It's, a, it's attached can, to the rifle. Yeah. Right. Then you can unattach I it, use it as a sidearm. Exactly. Yeah, I
3: still am not sure how a bayonet works, so it's a. You don't worry about me murdering anyone it, with it, one.
0: You see a rifle, and be- under the barrel of the rifle is a place where you can put the bayonet. It's like a little. you Just click it in there. Yeah. Okay. So the bayonet sticks out from the rifle a little bit, out from the rifle like uh, this. So you're there and you're shooting okay. people, and then but once you get up to somebody, then you can use the bayonet and
2: stab them you sh- stab them
3: no i do love a good stabbing i'm just kidding well,
2: because you know if shooting them's not enough you gotta stab yeah, them. you, you gotta stab also them too. to stab
3: them well
0: what it's- if you run out of bullets okay that's fair that's fair, that's you
3: fair. I mean? fair. so you
2: gotta do something
0: <laughs> um but anyway it's an, it's another unusual place an unusual weapon
3: dun dun dun
0: so if there's anything that links those two it's that, that unusual right. weapons and unusual but public places right so even peabody head to the west village to visit foster Urich, ceo of intellicor whose card was used to book the transportation for and services of ava mm-hmm. um <laughs> Peabody. Peabody is ecstatic because Eve has one of Rourke's cars, a convertible, and puts the top down.
3: (laughs) Whee! Eve, let the girl have her fun
0: well she right? does but she does you know here's that's the thing she, does. Like she weak, really does tried to, yeah, like, she, has,
3: she has to she has to give her shit because that's their relationship right. and then she's like yeah and also she's secretly having a good time right too. because
0: you know i mean p-buddy's Pe- like can we put the top down and eve's like get a hold of yourself and then he's like okay we'll put the top yeah. down <laughs> you know so yeah um so let's see Uh, Yurik is puzzled and annoyed about somebody using his card for murder. His alibi, Julia, explains that they were out to dinner at uh, Paolo's and tells Eve and Peabody that this is the first night they've done the thing, I guess. Right. Um, (laughs) Foster cancels the account and begins a search on who might have used his card. Peabody thinks they're, they're sweet Uh, Eve asked Peabody to find out who insures Telecor and Dudley & Sons, since that's who would cover the charges once they're disputed. Um, Back at EDD, Rourke, McNabb, and Feeney are all working on the Coney Island security disks. Rourke says the security system wasn't just jammed and in a pinpoint manner, but wiped with a virus he thinks the device was very sophisticated, possibly military. The killer missed a nanosecond when he was switching his jammer from the outer to the inner camera of the spook house, and it shows a partial profile, the shoulder, the side of the body, and one hand. Uh, the face shows evidence of a beard, presumably to disguise the fact that he doesn't look like Urich. Slightly longer hair, and he looks heavier than Yurik. They also see one of his shoes, a very expensive loafer, so McNabb should be able to track down the brand. Um, Just fun, a whole
3: a whole section of this on shoes. I know, on,
0: right? Who thinks of that, Eve? Eve thinks, he of, thinks that. of that. he thinks of that. And you know, I Actually, mean, this solves a crime.
2: crime exactly, right? Those That's are also clues. Like-
3: Is that, I I imagine that's something that is like focused on, like, you know, just kind of like a, I don't know, like methods to how you, how your thought process should go anyway, in order to find those clues. So everyone who wants to be like, Eve figures this shit out on nothing. I'm like, did you, did you attend the academy? Did you go through all those classes (laughs) where they talked about, you know, like these strategies? No, you didn't. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck
0: up. I mean, uh, anybody that that is a follower of like true crime who watches any kind of true crime um, TV shows knows that they look at the shoes. They always look at the shoes. Yeah. If they have video footage or pictures or anything, they look at the shoes.
3: I bet all these people who comment these things, who write these reviews are not true crime people.
0: No, probably not.
3: To be fair, I'm not a true crime person, um, but I'm also just like, yeah, whatever Eve does, I'm in. (laughs) 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 Works
0: for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see. So, uh, she and Rourke walk to the vending machine to buy some soy chips for everyone. Uh, Rourke is familiar with both Winston Cunningham Dudley IV, friends call him Winnie, and Sylvester Bennington Moriarty III, sly these <laughs> fucking names right? man
3: like like they there's no way you're not an asshole if that's your name
0: right and rourke decides that wrong? if he and eve have children they will need to make up impressive names like bartholomew ezekiel <laughs> but eve says that she hopes they have uh, a kid that if they have a kid they like him better than to, than to do that to him
2: I mean fair yes, right? <laughs> she <Yeah>. gets it. <laughs>
0: Rourke says he doesn't have anything in common with Winnie and Sly, and there's a difference between generational wealth and wealth more recently and personally acquired. So he's even though, you know, they are kind of on par financially and they like run in the same circles, he's basically seen by these two as, you know, kind of still a street New rat yeah he's them. nothing
3: he he actually worked for his money Oof.
0: yeah i don't yeah. want to be
3: associated with you i'd rather you. be right yeah. I, I you. what a, but you know what i i bet that's a real thing I oh bet. god
0: oh yeah definitely it
1: oh, 100% is.
0: yeah god i hate people yeah the new money mm-hmm. old money thing is still still a thing it, yeah it's, it's just astounding yeah
2: yeah Like in my, in my, where I live, there's like the new rich area and there's the old rich area. Mm. And like, you know, I see patients from both. Right. And, you know, it's, it's very much there The oh, Forest Hills. Yeah. That's new money out there. You know, East Grand Rapids is where the old money is. Right. And it's, yeah, it's very much a thing.
0: Yeah. And you can always tell like new money and old money. It's so Mm -hmm. funny because they're, and not always, but in a lot Mm -hmm. of cases, you know, you see like, because I I love looking at houses in my area, even though I'm not going to buy a house anytime Mm -hmm. soon. I just love looking at houses that are up for sale in my Mm -hmm. area. And yeah, there's new, new areas, new rich areas Mm -hmm. and old rich areas, you know, and Mm -hmm. the difference between them, you know, as far as their houses are concerned, you know, because the old rich areas are people that, you know, it's a lot of dark woods and, you know mm-hmm. a lot of patterned <laughs> wallpaper yep. stone stone and <laughs> yeah, right. you know they have a lot of knick-knacky things all around yep. and that kind of thing and the new rich area is a lot of um like white and glass modern mm-hmm. you know they often like the old areas will often have like a if they're really really rich people will have a tennis court Like new, rich people will always have this really fantastic pool area,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: in some, in one case, I know for for a fact they have like a regulation size basketball court in the back, and you know, so it's it's really fun to funny to see like the differences between new it really is new money and old money.
3: It's just. I mean, listen, I don't have new money or old money or money at all. Right. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Join the club. Join the club.
3: <laughs> I, right. I, I, we're like. Oh, we're just over here with our no money right. status. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and the thing is, I tend to like both. I love the older houses that have all the mm-hmm. character and everything. There's also a part of me that really loves the newer houses with the, all mm-hmm. the glass and the open concept and the whole thing. So I don't know where I would land if I actually had the money.
2: Yeah. You know what, though? I feel like at least for me, like the old money people tend to be nicer. Yeah. In a lot of
0: cases. Yeah. yeah,
2: They do. They tend to be like, just, they're just seem like better humans. I don't know. Let's just say that DeVos's are considered new money around here. Mm. So okay, Uh. that should explain
0: things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So
0: um, Yeah, there's an old money it house by me good. that that uh, that was decorated all in a pirate theme. Ooh, it's pirate theme there. It's, it's like a whole Yeah, there was a man cave that was pirate themed to the point where they had put a hole at the on the ceiling with a rope coming down. And a mannequin of a pirate climbing down the rope. Wow. No lie, I will oh, yeah, show you the picture. So- I will send you the picture. Yes, it's it's yes, fucking <laughs> in, in weird.
1: But this same yeah. house,
0: this same house, I know that at certain point it was it was um, it has it has a like a porch all around the house. Not a porch, but a patio area outside all yeah. around the house and uh was nicely like uh landscaped and everything but minimal you know because my brother said he my older brother said he'd been there at one point minimal landscaping and you know um but they the people that had bought it and this was like in the 80s i think um tore up one side of the house tore up the 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 porch area on one side of the house and put a gigantic uh, railroad like a miniature railroad like gigantic oh. with you know the whole water landscape and hills and any kind of you know building little tiny building that you can imagine and i'm sure it all lights up at a certain little tiny cars around and like you know Y'all are
2: weird out there in california right? <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and i i have to wonder
0: if that's because we're normal over
1: here Standard Time. yeah
0: Uh, there's you you know trained people are weird when you get trained people they're trained people are weird they are really into it these people just elaborate train set like crazy anyway that's nuts (laughs) that's enough about
2: That's enough about trains, trains, and
0: <laughs> people
3: who are
2: who have oh, too money. much money, more
0: money than sense. Too much money, more money than sense. Yeah. Um, oh man. So uh, McNabb is IDing the shoes, and Eve heads to Ava Crampton's apartment, where she is treated well by the droid doorman, since she still has Rourke's convertible. Uh, she didn't get. M- <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> she, didn't, she doesn't. she's not car. Makes
3: who you are. Well, you know, right? and it's
0: true. Well, um, she didn't get much information at Ava's just that Foster Urich was listed as a new client and he had been vetted and cleared because she, Ava was very, um, very meticulous about that. Uh, cause she was a top in, on, you know, top of her profession basically, you know, and very exclusive. And that's another thing that the, her and the, um, limo company share she was very exclusive high end and then, top in their field and then killed in in a public place in a very weird way so um eve goes to the morgue for another, another look at ava morris is already there since he had a bad night which was very sad i know he was feeling especially sad about losing amaryllis uh so I I love Eve's like um maybe you can come to our house and have didn't maybe we'll have a cookout or some you can come. <laughs> and then she's like fuck <laughs> what what did I, what did I, do? Did I do? Yeah. Cuz she was like yeah that would be great, you know. I love it. you're Like wait no 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Eve then goes to Charles and Louise's townhouse for breakfast. Um Charles just whipping out some omelets. Right? Well, you know i mean why not i have no problem honestly. thinking that charles can cook and make omelet. i love that and honestly not at all surprised I mean, yes that because you wouldn't that be part of the service next right. next morning he's out he's in the kitchen whipping you up an omelet i mean naked naked who wouldn't pay for <laughs> that who wouldn't pay for that extra service right i'd pay for that you know it's one of those extra things that you get for paying a little bit more for a high-end lc i mean you know yeah I, so I don't have any problem with it.
2: I would pay, I wouldn't even pay extra. Just come over and make me an omelet. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> I don't need the other stuff. Just make me an omelet. <laughs> what the, what You're what calling on?
0: an LC. No, I just need somebody to come and make me an omelet. <laughs> come make me breakfast, please. <laughs> Honestly though,
2: like <laughs> I, don't need LC- it. Yep. I need an omelet.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If LCs were like a thing, I would I would totally be like, okay, just come like hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would mostly be like Keep me company and make me fucking wash my dishes. Right. And then make me dinner. <laughs> right. Man, yeah. Wash my dishes. I will. I, <laughs> I would
2: pay for that. Well, I, think I, over, dishes,
0: <laughs> I
3: think we have a business idea. Make
2: me dinner.
0: I think we have a viable business maybe, model maybe here. Maybe
2: stay and
3: snuggle for a while and then make me breakfast. right. Oh my god. And then totally some snuggle time. Yeah. This is a fucking I, great I idea.
2: I really feel like
0: there's, there's a viable business here.
2: I think absolutely. So, too.
0: Yeah.
2: Now we just need to find a man like Charles that could you know right. do I that mean, for us. We'd
0: have to make sure that no hanky panky was going on, just
2: Right. You know, yeah. just snuggles and breakfast. Snuggles
0: and breakfast and or dishes. dinner and dishes. And yeah. dishes. Yeah. Uh, that sounds I mean, fucking fantastic. It's amazing. It's I yeah. want it. Um, <laughs> so the way we do that is we hire, you know, a gay men to go to the women's house
3: yeah and so now we're just talking about me and my friend group <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you
0: already have that
2: yeah you need to get okay. come on some people well, don't have true. that
0: you know so you know no. um I, that's a viable business i know no. out we were there just wants to start like that, that
2: a couple weeks ago we went out to dinner a bunch of girlfriends and i and we went out to dinner and we talked about look, we need one like we need a gay friend we don't have one we need one yeah they not it's not fair. How do you not have a yeah. gay friend? Because I live in West Michigan.
3: <laughs> gays are hard. I live in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> See,
2: and all the gays at my church are either older or they're like, like I don't know, they're younger and they're and I mean, let's be real, they're mostly women. So, have you? This so totally reminds me of that. I, I think this was pre
0: uh, TikTok. It was a YouTube video, like um, some guy talking about um, when when this whole gay marriage thing first happened and there was tons of people that are opposed to it. And yeah. he made some kind of commercial looking uh, video and saying, um, uh, so you don't want gay marriage, that's fine. Um, we, we have our ways of convincing you to do gay marriage, you know, um, and <laughs> our solution is if you don't give us gay marriage, We'll just marry your girlfriends. There's a bunch of them, like you know. Don't think we can do it. We'd make the best husbands. Like,
2: oh, for sure. Facts for real.
0: Facts, like they would make them gourmet food. You're like, when have you ever made her a gourmet meal? You could barely boil water.
2: (laughs) What are the gay couples (laughs) in our church? What are the gay the one of the gay male couples at our church is one of them's a chef and the other one what is he he's what is he too i forget but anyway one of them's a chef
1: <laughs>
2: So anytime we have any sort of like food thing at church he's always like right up in there and yeah. like dude yeah let's have it bring it on
0: <laughs> oh my god so anyway honestly the best so charles is uh Charles is making omelets, and he gives even an omelet, and while they eat, they talk about Ava, and of course he knew Ava. Um, said that she was really nice. Could you couldn't help but like her. She was charming and bright and interesting. Um, he had worked with her a couple of times, but not anything like BDSM.
1: Um because <laughs>
0: she didn't she wasn't into that kind of thing. You know?
2: No, she was. He Charles. Whatever. She was, yeah. he wasn't. Was she? Yeah, she was, she was licensed for that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Charles, Charles wasn't.
0: Yeah, so it says he told Eve she liked the edge, but would never have put herself in a situation where she didn't know the client. Eve gets back to Central. She finds Mira waiting for her in her office. Uh, they discuss the theory that the killer is buying his victims. Well, that, you know, yeah.
2: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know
3: i mean you buy everything else you might as well buy victims to murder i don't exactly.
2: know Exactly <laughs> which is kind of the entire point of the whole mm-hmm. book i mean that's kind of like yeah. what they were doing right um
3: because they have money right and
2: the uh, board
0: the board rich fucking dick. i, I- <laughs> we don't know that at this point but we're kind of strongly hinting at that at this point Yeah um eve says that she's been looking at people who worked under sweet and uric but she thinks she should actually be looking up instead you're not wrong Eve. uh the (laughs) the killer doesn't take anything or mutilate rape humiliate the victim so it's not personal or passionate then he leaves the weapon so eve can see how frosty he is Mira phrases it as thrill kills with no motive other than the kill and thinks he is arrogant and confident So McNabb finally uh, finds the make of the shoe. It's a leather loafer with high shine and a sterling buckle. Emilio Stefani retailing for, uh, $3,000. Uh, and McNabb estimates shoe size. So Eve runs down the New York outlets while arranging for uniforms to be brought to bring Sykes and Prince in for questioning. She takes a short nap, waking to find Rourke next to her. He bypasses the locks, of course. Of course. Because Rourke. Because Rourke. She's like
3: wh- wh- how long was this nap? Like pff- twenty minutes or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, it's just a, you know, she just power naps
0: all the time. Yeah. Which is fine. I,
3: mean, <sighs> I get tired thinking about I get, the, yeah. sleeping that Eve doesn't do. <laughs> I know.
2: Me too. Right. She's she control. me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Eve is still outraged at the price of Dudley's shoes, and <laughs> Rorke does not tell her how much her shoes cost. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> and all for the best. Rorke. Oh yeah, he makes the best decision there. Um, yeah, I mean, and I don't, you know, I don't blame her if you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of money. You know, three thousand dollars for a pair of shoes seems kind of weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Peabody gets Carolee a. Prince to roll on Sykes while Eve gets him to confess so then she and Peabody go down to the shoe boutique the main salesperson is delighted to assist with their investigation and Peabody gets to spend five minutes worshiping at the altar of the shoe so, so, so funny. Peabody
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot sometimes right right yeah. she's so funny yeah.
0: The happy sales clerk tells Eve they sold two pairs of those shoes in that color. Um and one of his co-workers sold a pair to uh Samson Anthony, the producer, and another sold a pair to Winston Dudley, the pharma king. So of ding course. ding ding. Even Peabody visit Dudley at his office where he tells her he had just finished Nadine's first book, so he knows who they are. Um she gets his alibi for the night Jamal was killed, tells him she just arrested two of his employees on an unrelated matter. Eve confirms that he and Sly are good friends, that Moriarty wasn't at the dinner party that was Dudley's alibi, and that he spent a quiet evening at home reading Nadine's book uh, last night while Ava was being murdered.
3: I love that he's like, oh, I was reading Nadine's book. Like, come Right. On.
0: Well. Yeah. <laughs> I was just snuggled up at home with a good book. I was
3: reading about you. Very specific. Mm -hmm. This book that was about you. Yeah. Also, are there like no other books that came out at this time? No. No. (laughs) This is the only one. I'm sure is amazing. Like people aren't reading anything else. Oh my God. I just
0: read that book.
2: No, no. it was just her book. That was it. That's the only reading material right now.
0: (laughs) It's It's the only reading material anybody needs. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, So uh, then uh, even Peabody go to interview Moriarty. Moriarty decides to play the busy exec in contrast to the uber helpful Dudley. He, of course, has an alibi for the previous evening, but not for the one before that. Eve stops at Mira's office when they get back to Central and is ecstatic to find a temp Macy working the front desk rather than the dragon who usually guards Mira. But sadly, it's only for a couple of days. Uh, Eve runs the two killers theory by Mi- Mira who agrees that it's possible on her way to per- report to Whitney Eve is stabbed by a man with a sharpened plastic knife from the eatery and has yes. to trash a very nice jacket after she uses the sleeve to field dress her wound. Oh Eve, never a dull moment. No. Because you can't just go like, you know, oh, I'll go to the first aid <laughs> and get fixed up because it's oh. Eve. Right no but little does eve know when she gets to whitney's office he calls in a medic to fix up her arm while she (laughs) fills him in on the case i
3: I love it he's just like okay no none of none of this shit just get in here medic. i'm calling a medic
0: i don't care what you say
3: he like he, he is as straightforward and down to business as eve is and it's great
0: yeah yeah He suggests that Eve research the bayonet to see if either of her suspects has an ancestor who served and would have been issued that weapon. Baxter tells Eve Trueheart's still dating the cutie in records and lets her know that he's going to have to have him start studying for the detective's exam, saying he's quick um, and that he'll make a good homicide detective because he looks at at a DB and sees a person. And it's sad that he even has to say that. Right. (laughs) Because. right anyway um on her way home eve calls mavis and asks her to have leonardo not take any new bookings with unknown clients that's good job eve um right also like the first time i feel
3: like the first time i read this book um that that kind of hit me like wait oh my god you know because i wouldn't have thought of leonardo immediately and then the second that this happens you're like oh shit (laughs) yeah she's right
0: (laughs) yeah because she's already figured out that you know they're going for people who are top of their fields exclusive you know don't work with any day any just anybody and yeah i mean that makes sense when you think about it and so then she comes home and of course somerset says have you been prowling again? Or is this some kind of fashion statement?
2: <laughs> Crawling again.
0: <Yeah. laughs> and he says, neither. I lost a bet and had to get your name tattooed on my arm. So I carved it out with a pen knife.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. So.
3: Is this the one where she's like, it wasn't great, but.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, but of course, as soon as Rourke comes home, the first thing Somerset says is the lieutenant is sporting a bandage on her left forearm. It doesn't look serious. <laughs> and Rourke is like, oh, well, and he says, you need sleep.
1: <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> okay. Rourke's
3: like, oh, just another day. <laughs> just another day. So ridiculous. Oh, my God. So Eva's
0: already asleep when he gets up there. So he just lays down next to her and goes to sleep, too. So Eve wakes up from a dream and knows the killers are Dudley and Moriarty, but not why. Uh, she remembers that neither of them had any kind of family photos in their offices. She showers, and then when she comes into her home office for a steak dinner, she remembers she promised more as a cookout. So um, Rourke suggests Saturday and tells her that she's a good friend.
3: I mean, <laughs> she's like, uh, why did I do right. this? Right.
0: <laughs> um so eve eve's telling rourke that he thinks that uh these men are playing some weird kind of game of clue she knows yeah. clue now because last book you know <laughs> yeah. mcnab said something yeah. about clue and she so she had to look it up so
3: that's literally how eve learns anything someone <laughs> says something random and she remembers right yeah she remembers and then looks it up and then yeah now she knows what's up right that's already yeah
0: and, you know, she's they're having dinner and she's got a baked potato and she puts like a like a whole stick of butter on top. And he's like, why don't you just just eat the butter? <laughs> why bother? putting it I on just
1: feel dinner? like, Isn't I that I how feel like, like my mom was,
3: said that shit to us when we were growing up. Like, why don't you just eat that
1: salt because, or something? What, Rarky, have you
0: ever had a baked potato? They're me. dry and need a ton of butter. Yeah. What, what kind of virus person are you?
1: Learn how to eat it's a fucking cream. potato. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, get over your like hang up about her salt and butter. Just shut the fuck up, right? Yeah, most normal people do that. I'm a weirdo. I do. I remember <laughs> my
3: mom saying that kind of shit to us when we were growing up. um And I'll be honest with you, I definitely use a lot of butter. I don't use salt like Eve does. Yeah, I rarely use salt, but um, but mm, I love me some butter, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me yeah. both. Lit. Yeah, Rourke, what what did he eat on his potato? Right. Was,
2: yeah. Really? Would you just eat it dry, you dumbass? Yeah, you're then you're a <laughs> dumbass. I'm sorry. I eat right. I eat my popcorn like she like E for popcorn. So a lot of it's fun. Yeah. And that, was,
3: that is delicious popcorn. Yeah. Also, right. I'm taking away Rourke's Irish card if he like, can't
2: eat a fucking potato, correct? <laughs> Melissa has stopped sharing <laughs> popcorn with me at the movies because I put so much butter on it. And she's like, You put way too much butter on it. I'm like, Well then
3: good. It. Now right. you don't have to share it. I exactly. bought
2: it. Buy your own. <laughs> I see no problem with you. <laughs> like yeah. I don't share my
3: fucking popcorn. <laughs> yeah, don't you don't have to share your popcorn? Oh, but uh, you know, popcorn. in her defense,
0: also, like I don't—I really don't like it to the point where it's like soggy. Well,
3: like, no, I don't it's want it soggy, soggy. But you want a
2: lot of butter. You do want a <laughs> you lot want of butter. Feel like oh, you want it to even. Like like does eat it soggy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I feel like even no. Yeah, even to is the soggy. point where it's you too want much. It's coating the the corn. Not. I don't want any dry corn. Like, come on now. Right.
0: Oh but when God. you do it, you pump it and some of them get soggy. Yeah. I don't well, think you yeah, can Well, yeah, but then you gotta shake that. it,
2: and then you add more. Yeah. And then you can shake it and add more. Yeah. Put some down the side so that you can shake it, and then it'll still be in there so you can shake it more okay. when, when it goes down a little bit. There's a whole technique to it, apparently.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Janice, is like, There's a whole technique. <laughs>
2: There's <is> a total <laughs>
0: technique
3: for a, for a movie. Platform. Technique! Mm. I want to go to the movies now, literally just to eat popcorn.
0: I mean, <laughs> well, I and see a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Movie popcorn. There's no popcorn like movie popcorn.
2: There isn't. Correct. It's not, you cannot, you and absolutely it's, cannot, like, duplicate it. You just can't. And it is the least, like, clean oh, <laughs> thing I know. So you I- can
3: eat. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? And you only live once. It's fine. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Yo. So.
0: <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry, we're having too much fun tonight.
1: <laughs>
0: so, well, you know, and I, I specifically appreciate it.
2: So, And we're glad. There you go. <laughs> glad we can make you laugh yeah. tonight. Of all
0: <laughs> Rourke says he thinks they specifically waited to start their game until Eve returned to work so they could have the best cop. Um, I mean, yeah. Rourke looks up their interests, and they're all non-team sports, golf, yachting, baccarat, racehorses. Okay. All boring (laughs) things. Got it. Um, Eve researches their exes. They each have one ex-wife from uh, prestigious, wealthy families. Dudley was engaged to Moriarty's ex-wife, and ex-wife's first cousin for about seven months. Eve thinks that's how the two men met. She also finds Dudley's great-uncle Joseph, who joined the army after he was knocked out of Harvard and dropped out of Princeton and got a couple of knocks for drunk and disorderly. He served in during the Korean War, earning a Purple Heart. Yeah, that's a great uncle, so yeah, I guess. I was like, he's old then. Um <laughs> and Eve thinks he brought a bayonet home with him. Uh next morning she wakes up early since Rourke is still in bed. They do the thing again. Um <laughs> she lingers over a breakfast of bagel and berries, lamenting the ninety-six nice degree day this. and the humidity. And works says the city the city will be a steam bath, and Eve is glad she'll be in Connecticut interviewing Felicity Van Witt, Dudley's ex fiance. Um, Eve noticed noticed that even though they all run in the same circles, the evil twins are never in the same place as their exes, while their exes other exes sometimes overlap places. I mean, it's complicated, but it's one of those little details that Eve, yeah. you know, sees that.
3: Again else she's trained to see mm-hmm. and she's smart and
0: observant. Yeah. Um Dr. Felicity Van Witt who by the way has also read the <clears throat> I- Icov Agenda
1: yeah, and her like assistant everyone. has also read the <laughs> Icov Agenda.
0: So this is the start. This is the very start of everybody recognizing Eve from the mm-hmm. Icov Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> um So she tells Eve how she was dazzled by Dudley. He was her first lover and he was good at gaslighting her. She realized he enjoyed hurting and frightening her and rough sex. She maneuvered him into breaking up with her. So he would walk away rather than feel rejected. And that was a smart move. Uh, They literally never spoke again. Not even at Moriarty's wedding to her cousin Patrice. He just looked through her as if she wasn't there. So. Um, Eve is sure that um, these two have killed before and wants to track missing persons and unsolved murders or suspicious deaths in places they have traveled together. Meanwhile, Rourke decides to amuse himself by entertaining a business associate, David Sue, with a golf game at Dudley and Moriarty's club. Naturally they fall for the setup and end up playing a foursome. So this is one of my favorite things that, Rourke does. He really takes one for the team oh, here because he hates it so golf. so much.
2: <laughs> he's such a little bitch
1: and it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Right. Oh my god. And of course,
0: you know, I mean, Dudley and Moriarty see Rourke as like you know, a piece of gum on the bottom of their shoe or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they're f- they're
1: but they're the impressed
0: worst. with Sue because he's like old money. Kind of. Right. So. Right. right.
3: He's also good at
0: golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really good at golf. Um, <laughs> Dudley tells Rourke that he met Eve and that she did him a service by uncovering a scam run by two of his employees. Rourke says that he's only involved in our cases when they have some meat to them, as the, like the ICOVE business. A dead limo driver, even with a loose connection to Dudley, hardly holds any interest to most people. And that was like... <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, rourke so like, hey, yeah, i know Oh, he's just being petty and i fucking
2: and love it's fantastic. it fantastic i love petty yeah oh, Love me her. too
0: um love him by the fifth hole rourke has deciphered their cheating codes and signals um and also they <laughs> dudley <laughs> of course he has yeah and also they're using some kind of a radio-controlled ball or something that you know goes where they want it to um since
3: just you know like what the hell how do you even do that right
0: and then yeah. Rourke's like well here's you know here's a fuck you because i can use my little whatever he's got to uh fuck up your ball <laughs> and then he starts
2: <laughs> fuck up your balls <laughs> <"Well>, <laughs>
0: i mean that's what he work. does Fuckin
1: he I fucks up it. their ball
0: and instead of he fucks up their and instead of it going where they want to he like makes it go off on in different directions and I'm sure that was very fun for him oh
3: I'm sure oh my god right it was just a fucking field day for like, work oh,
0: that's too bad that shot didn't go where you wanted oh, it to no. that's too bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah. it's so great um,
0: by the fifth hole so uh yeah so since Sue is no dummy, he wonders why Rourke is willing to put up with being dissed uh, by these two and telling Rourke uh, they wear their rudeness as comfortably as their golf shoes. Rourke tells Sue they are cheating and tells him they he can make that harder, so they decide to bury the bastards, quote-unquote. Uh,
3: also, Sue is fantastic. He really is. Yes david David Sue was like one of my favorite random characters that yeah just, he's, fantastic. he's like he's like are you what that's they're like rude i yeah why are don't like that like, I, just, yeah,
2: I don't like them yeah
3: <laughs> and he's just like he's like we're gonna beat that i just i don't know i enjoyed him. yeah
2: yes for sure
0: so um when eve gets back to central baxter tells her delauder is waiting in her for her in the lounge so this is but dudley's ex-wife, Moriarty's, Moriarty's no, Moriarty. ex yeah. um and he also uh wants to know if true heart can bring a date to saturday's cookout <laughs> and eve says yes and then eve he then true heart asks if um he can bring a dish and she's like no we have plates what do you, what do you hey, have we you have plenty of dishes
3: <laughs> eve, like like,
0: Come on. No, no, I want to bring food, and Peabody's like they have plenty of food. Trust me, you don't have to bring anything.
1: Yeah.
0: No. Nope. So, um,
3: I just love Peabody's. Just like, oh, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah. They have plenty of food. It's fine. Fine.
1: Yeah,
3: but
0: you know that uh, true hearts mom probably like, oh, you're you have to bring something. Let me make right, you my yeah. famous like. Strawberry yeah. pretzel, you know, dessert that people make.
3: Oh, right! You know? Oh my god, the fucking
2: strawberry, strawberry pretzel, dessert
0: strawberry dessert is jello v- with pretzels. Have yes. you have you had that?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yes. everybody
0: makes it. I had that. So yeah she's everybody like.
2: Everybody makes it for good let me, reason let me, make, let me at least
0: make amazing. that for you. It's easy. Don't worry about it. You can bring it. So <laughs> now I want it. So right,
3: I always want. So that. that's my
0: headcanon. True hearts mom still yeah. made this strawberry, yeah. you know, jello pretzel thing and had him take it. Away.
2: Have I told you guys that I feel like I'm pregnant because like I'm either craving really weird shit or I'm throwing up. So it's like it's just it's nuts. I like weird. I'm craving ramen noodles and like like not good ramen. Like the the fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just it's like the weirdest thing. I mean, uh, I
0: that's not a weird thing to crave.
2: I mean it's yeah it's delicious kind of, for me
3: it is I mean <laughs> yeah like, what like the shitty ramen noodles, no, shitty, ramen noodles yeah. yeah but yeah. I don't
2: like the 29 cent yeah for you, you for a- you it's, a, it's <laughs> but, I mean if you had said like I'm
0: I'm craving like uh butter pecan ice cream and pickles then I well, would say okay, like yeah. that's yeah that's weird but you're saying I'm craving that's ramen weird. I'm like
2: Oh okay. okay, no! But I'm not craving. But I'm not craving good ramen. Okay. I'm craving
0: crappy ramen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay. Now you're gatekeeping ra- ramen.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! Yes, I am. Jesus. Uh, ooh, butter pecan ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and pickles. Oh
1: my Try god! All. They olives.
0: It. Olives. Yeah. I've- yeah. Olives. Yeah. Green or black. Both. Oh, at the same all, time? All the olives. Yeah. There
2: you go. I'd do that. That's, that oh, sounds yeah. delicious. Just give me a relish tray. I want pickles
1: and
2: want Also, while, while you're at it, a cheese tray. <laughs> like, <laughs> a cheese tray sounds good. <laughs> give me <laughs> a whole charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. <laughs> uh,
1: and then she's just going to dump
0: it into a big bowl of butter pecan yeah. ice cream. <laughs>
1: yeah. and need <eat> it. All <laughs> I mean, oh I'm, I mean
2: I'm not saying I wouldn't. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. This is the best. So um <laughs> so yeah, so she Eve talks to Delauder, who, you know, I really liked her as well. I did too. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And um Delauder explains the dynamic between Dudley and Moriarty, uh, as the same side of a coin where they didn't want anybody on mm-hmm the other side of that coin and like we said earlier she that's when she said that you know that slight loved her but loved dudley more right i mean essentially so yeah uh, after dudley and van witt broke off their engagement moriarty approached patrice about a threesome and she said no if it was with dudley yeah um he pouted for two weeks and then said, No, of course it wouldn't be with Dudley. Then he hired a high end L C named LC. Ava. Ooh. Hmm?
2: Dun dun
1: dun dun dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> It's all coming right? together. And um that uh basically he drugged uh Patricia and she said that she kind of was in and out, but one of the times that she was yeah. in and she felt like Dudley was there having sex with her. Yeah, She couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. She thought maybe it was a dream, a bad dream or something like that.
2: Time out. Okay. So <laughs> this is like the third or fourth time since seduction that this has been mentioned when seduction Came wouldn't like that. That whore rabbit combo was like a huge deal. Right. Like whore wasn't a thing. Like it had been off the streets forever. And like, you know what I'm saying? It was and like, it was like a thing that they developed. But now all of a sudden this, this combo is like, they talk about it all the time. So I'm just like, so wait, that it just makes no sense. Well, yeah,
3: I don't know. I yeah, never really thought so, about the timeline it's just, it's of that.
2: One of those, it's one of those little things. that I'm I mean, Dudley like, does have a
0: pharmaceutical <laughs> company, so.
2: Well, sure, but like they made it seem like this was such an, like they came up with this combination and it was so deadly and like blah, blah, blah. Right. And now it's like the third or fourth case that they've had that this combination has been used. And it's like. Huh. Well. Okay. Me. All right. I don't know. Like I said, I don't really know. never really thought
0: about the timeline of that or, yeah. you
1: know.
2: Well, me either, but I'm just saying. It's weird.
0: Right. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so she tells Eve that she's, she had flashbacks for the next couple of weeks of Dudley raping her. And she thought it was just something that was her imagination or she, did, she didn't know. And then right. she was at a really high-end restaurant at at one point and um ava came in and saw her there and went to her and said um i just want to tell you something when that happened yes in fact they did drug you and yes in fact his his uh friend was there and yes in fact his friend did rape you oh and yes. i didn't say anything and she said she was saying like i didn't say anything um but you know because me being involved in that could mean I lose my license. If I knew that one of my clients was using drugs or using drugs on somebody else or was raped or raped somebody. And I didn't say anything. I could lose my license, but I'm telling you right now that this is what happened. And then and good for her. Yeah. And then Patricia, you know, um, confronted Sly and with that information and, uh, divorced him and got a huge settlement yeah right so yeah that for eve that was like yep there's the connection because they couldn't figure out how the two people being murdered how they were connected at all right but that's that well that's at least the connection to ava so now she's like i gotta figure out the connection to um the other guy sorry jamal i gotta find no the connection to jamal So, um, yeah, so since Crampton wasn't random and since Dudley killed him, killed her from Moriarty, Eve thinks that Peabody is right that Jamal's path somehow crossed with the Dudleys, probably when they were younger, probably something to do with illegals. Uh, Rourke swings by Central to take Eve to dinner at a a pizzeria he owns and recounts the golf Mm -hmm. date Um, and tells her that they had doctored their you know, balls to go where they wanted them to and that Rourke fucked them
1: up. We're giggling. Balls. balls.
2: (laughs) Because, you know. They doctored their balls. They doctored their balls. Well. (laughs) I mean. You're not wrong. It's just funny. (laughs) Balls. Balls. I mean, <laughs> actored balls. <laughs> oh my God. Turn we're your head
1: balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I
0: don't even want to say the rest of this.
1: <laughs>
0: because it says so Rourke had fun uh, redirecting the balls, beginning with the 10th <laughs> hole, and by the 13th <laughs> hole, they were playing it straight, and he and David won by three strokes. Whereupon. Balls, balls,
1: and <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and <laughs>
0: so so the, oh the name of this episode is just going to be balls. 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 doctored balls.
3: <laughs> Guys, I will never forget I did um Little Women in college, a play version of Little Women. Yeah. And I cannot um, imagine how this seat. relates,
0: but let's
3: it does. <laughs> and there's this scene where um Joe and Meg are going to the this party, you know, where Meg meets Mr. Brooke and Joe meets Laurie and Amy is upset because she was not invited because she's so young.
1: Right. And so right.
3: she's insisting that Joe give her invitation to her. And she has the line, Joe hates balls. This is Amy's line. Y'all we could not get through that. Goddamn scene. <laughs> With and- Andrea screaming at me, Joe hates balls. And we're just like, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and still, every, every now and again, she'll just send me a text that just says, Joe hates balls. That was 2009. <laughs> that is still funny to this day. I mean, I, yeah we're, i would gonna laugh about it we're <laughs> fucking immature and i love it but it is it does relate there you uh, go <laughs> sometimes you just have to be a 12 year old boy i mean i guess so i guess so just trying to have fun in this shitty world i mean yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's move on shall we okay yes here we are it. Um, and Rourke does tell her that um, he heard from the help, you know, that uh, Dudley threw a tantrum in the locker room after he left. Right. From the butler. From the butler. Yeah. Right. Because there's a butler in the locker yeah. room. Right. <laughs> um. So ch- beginning of chapter 16, we see renowned chef Luc de la Flotte. And he is preparing a meal for a couple who flew him in exclusively from Paris. Just
3: the fucking money that this man right? uses these menus, right? Just,
0: Just outrageous! It's, it's fucking submarine money. That's what. Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, sorry, not writes, sorry.
0: Um,
1: it's it's so terrible. It's so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway
1: oh
0: um is it too too soon for that
2: too soon no (laughs) too soon
0: -hmm. it's fucking titanic money yeah definitely
3: yeah
0: that's
3: it's definitely titanic money that's for sure anyway um
0: so uh so yeah he's fixing this meal and he goes out to the backyard to make sure that everything's prepared the table and everything's prepared and um And uh, Moriarty steps out and harpoons him, essentially, (laughs) uh, to a tree. And it's so weird. Can you just move just a fraction? Can we? I just want to check something. Move just a fraction. Yeah. That's
3: not sus at all. The guy does it. No, no, no. Why why do I need to move? What the fuck?
0: Yeah. So, um,. He also then, as he leaves, he grabs a bottle of champagne and has this, his droid driver take it up to Dudley's room while he joins the party he's attending at Dudley's house for his alibi. Um, so. These fuckers. I know.
3: These fucking guys. So, um,
0: he's- so Eve is looking for any connection to them for, uh, for um, like, unsolved murders in places that they had vacation together and she finds out about this woman who uh, was murdered uh, during like a hunting expedition in zimbabwe uh, and moriarty and dudley were part of this expedition and uh, this woman was an experienced wildlife photographer and a grad student on her way on her third trip with the outfit yet somehow ended up but a mile from camp being eaten by a pride of lions. Eve thinks it was,
2: ew. huh? <laughs> I said, "ew, ew. ew."
0: well, <laughs> I mean, yes, you're correct. That, that's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, Eve thinks it's their first kill together and Rourke thinks they felt entitled since it was day four and they hadn't bagged a kill yet that trip, which he's probably correct because yeah, that's exactly God. what they would do their shit yeah because they're the shits rassles. yeah um trash trash yeah. trash garbage so Rourke also found another possible kill two months after that a 23 year old woman named sophia ricci went missing off the coast of naples after a public row with uh, her boyfriend at a club coincidentally um moriarty and dudley were there at a sailing tournament The body was never found, despite them being part of the search party. Hmm. Eve
1: Eve (laughs) finds another one in
0: Vegas seven weeks after Italy. They met up there for a Baccarat tourney, and a 29-year-old woman, Lynette Jones, was found dead in her own car on the side of the road in the desert north of Vegas. She had stun marks and was beaten to death with a tire iron conveniently left at the scene. She was a bartender at a casino holding the tourney. Uh, Moriarty and Dudley gave statements. They find several more mysterious and or unsolved deaths murders, including an architect whose wife, Carmen D. Duar, was an ex of Moriarty's. Eve is sure he was happy to console her at the funeral. Ugh. ugh.
3: I ugh, just... Ugh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Horrible humans. So next day Eve wakes up from a dream uh, of a lion gnawing on her leg. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, because her communicator goes off at, uh, with the news of another murder. Um, and uh, Eve takes a shower and then she heads out uh, with Rourke. They go out together and Eve tells Rourke that, uh, uh, he can be her Peabody until Peabody actually <laughs> arrives. Uh, the house belongs to the CEO of marketing for Deadly and son, Merle Simpson, and her husband, Garrett Frost, and was sold to them by Moriarty six years ago. Moriarty lived there for five years. Um, Rourke knows the victim, <laughs> Luke de, f- de, la flo- de, la, de La Float. <laughs> de La Float.
1: Get a float. which is it's okay, yeah, and it
3: also it's a made up name you find out that it's not even his real name yeah, like he's not even or something. Yeah.
0: so um they he Rourke also recognizes the weapon as a harpoon when they check the security desk they find that the chef was brought to the house by a droid in a stolen vehicle and then security was turned off but a clone was used so the security company wouldn't be alerted. Uh, even Peabody figure float was there for about two hours, and they head to Dudley's house, which is a five- or six-minute drive to get his alibi. One of his young, beautiful, shapely, red-uniformed servants tells them he was up late entertaining at a garden party, and the last guest, Moriarty, didn't leave until almost 4 a.m. Um, says a chemically boosted Dudley greets them warmly and Eve reads him the revised Miranda and records the conversation as she tells him about the death of De Float at Merle's house the previous evening. Eve thinks he selects his facial reactions the way a man might pick the correct tie. She compliments him on his shoes and Dudley preens as he exoles the design of them. She gets the guest list uh, from another of his red uniformed servants and then remembers to stop the recording. Uh, As Eve is heading back to Central to give the recording to Feeney for a comparison of the murder shoes uh, to the Coney Island image, she gets tagged for another murder, Adrienne Jonas, the top facilitator for the rich in Central Park. Uh, And she's hanging by a tree, From a tree by a bullwhip, which is pretty horrible.
3: That's awful. I feel like this one is maybe the worst.
0: (laughs) I'm not really sure what it is about that one that makes it the worst of all of them. But yeah, it was, I agree with you. It's it's bad. It's the worst.
3: It's, oh. Well, and then, you know, you like, you learn about how she like clawed at her throat to release herself. Well, I mean, and like the guy who, you know, who gets a harpoon through him instantly, probably instantly dies. All right. of you, like, sure, except for her. I yeah, except for her. She's so, oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just awful
1: to think yeah. about.
0: Um, let's see. She, uh, she drops Peabody off and then goes to the park to talk to Reineke and Jenkinson, who caught the case and went in. Uh, after she sees Adrian's body and determines that Dudley took her purse as a souvenir, she calls Rourke for comfort and he tells her he will meet her at the Vicks building. Uh, at Adrian's apartment building, Eve learns from the doorman, Louis, Louis that uh, she was a genuinely nice person and also that Rourke owns the building. Actually, just a majority share, so he doesn't completely own it. <laughs> <sighs> Eve goes up to Adrienne's apartment where she tells her assistant, Bonita Wallace, that Adrian is dead. Since she hadn't come back from her 3 a.m. client meeting with Darren Wazinski, the CEO of Telecor, wasn't answering her link, and Bonita recognized Eve as homicide, she wasn't shocked, just really torn up. Because I guess she's also read the ICO agenda.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's also read the ICO agenda. Yeah.
0: Well, she, says, she
2: like, says so. that she, um they know who she is because they're they're hoping to end up with her as a client at some point oh
0: that's,
3: that's right true.
2: yeah that's yeah. true mm-hmm. but i bet
3: she's also read the echo agenda oh, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um adrienne uh was at dudley's party the previous evening but she left at 1 30 ahead of her uh, ahead of her boss Uh, Peabody finds out that Dudley's mother had an affair with Delafloat 25 years ago while she was still married to his father, which broke up their marriage and caused serious embarrassment for the Dudleys. So definitely means you should
3: murder him.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean. That's what that means. The shoe is almost at a 90% match, but not quite. Although, P- although McNabb says he would eat it with barbecue sauce if it wasn't the same shoe.
3: Uh, and then Eve, Eve's like, he would eat anything with barbecue sauce? i exactly. I fucking love it. Uh, she's not wrong.
0: Eve asked Rourke where if there's any point in asking him not to feed the cops when he comes to help with Feeney and he says no and asks if there's any point in asking her to take an hour to sleep, there's not. so. <laughs> They're so, both not getting what they want.
3: Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she swings by the morgue where Morris thanks her for s- setting up tomorrow's gathering and asks her if he can bring Father Lopez. My <laughs> and favorite AJ is character. So
3: excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: he agrees with Eve that Dickhead is in love is a bit disturbing. Uh. But he did ID the harpoon weapon and sent the data to Eve. Morris says he will tell Adrienne's parents uh, the death was fast and painless, even though it was anything but. The bullwhip constricted her airway but didn't break her neck, and Dudley dragged her to the tree to host her up on the branch. Because he's trash. He's the worst. He really is the worst. Eve returns to Central and hands out orders for everybody in her bullpen. Piwati traced the wine to a vineyard Delafloat has a major interest in. He kept track of which bottles of champagne he brought since they were numbered limited edition ones. Jenkinson found out that Adrienne c- canceled her r- return car service at 2 a.m. and didn't book a new one. So they figured Dudley gave her a lift. The bullwhip they- is aust- Yeah, the bullwimp is Australian and made from kangaroo. Uh, Jenkinson concurs that dickhead in love is creepy. (laughs) So
3: So no one is no one is surprised.
0: Right. Uh, Uniform Carmichael found the connection between Moriarty and Adrienne. She used to work at the Kennedy Hotel, which his grandfather owned. After he died, his grandson sold it. Then about a year later, Adrienne got a write-up in the New Yorker as one of the top concierges in New York and then went out on her own. True Heart found... Well, that's a petty reason to kill somebody.
3: Right, Sorry. right. Uh.
0: I mean, they're all petty reasons, but this one is the yeah. pettiest of all. Oh, for sure. This is the pettiest of all and the worst method <laughs> of murder. Yeah. So... For sure. Screw them. Ridiculous. Yeah. X. <laughs> um, Trueheart found one of the parts in the spear gun was manufactured by a subsidiary of Moriarty's sport tech arm and Baxter finds a sport fishing scuba club that they belong to along with press on a couple of private parties they threw that featured sport and spear fishing. Um, so that's another pop uh Feeny comes in to give her the 90.1 match one percent match for the shoe and tells Eve she needs to do something with her face like look, <laughs> come Feeny. on Feeney like what are you yeah you should do something about that so excuse you
3: <laughs> what was she you doing like something? some kind of
0: press conference or something
3: I don't think so.
0: She was just No, she she
1: was was just
3: going She was leading her hops in in whatever the plan was for but also Yeah,
2: there was a there was a reason. And I can't think of what it is.
0: Just because she was gonna go into the conference room and everybody was gonna see her and Whitney was gonna be there and
3: Yeah, because he was he was like they they don't need to see you like looking exhausted. They want, you know, right.
0: Right. Which, I mean, he's not wrong, but still he's not wrong, but come on. (laughs) Yeah. None of your business. (laughs) Um, Eve goes through all the victims, uh, all of the connections and overlaps and has everybody report their findings. Baxter gets a call and it's about the bullwhip. The person who bought the person who bought the whip, and accompanying lessons, uh, Leona Bloom gave it to Dudley as a gift, along with lessons in Sydney six years ago. And he signed up for more lessons until he was damn good with a whip by the end of it. After Eve finishes laying out all the evidence for her search warrants, Mira said they plan to kill Eve as their end game in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's everybody's end game, apparently.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. literally,
3: I mean, Eva's Eva's a prize to murder. You know what?
2: I, and I kind of love, though, that she actually genuinely didn't go there this time. Like, Rourke and Mira got there before she did. Right. Like, oh, yeah. They want to kill you. And she's like, what? Why? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, because she. Usually she's the one that's like, okay, yep. I'm working them towards this, but right. it didn't even occur to her this time.
3: Right. But she does, I mean, she doesn't think of herself.
2: In that way. You know right. I get that. But I Which just it's I, I just find it interesting. And, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. She's um yeah. I mean she's the top of her field. Right, right. But not necessarily exclusive or high end, right. like, you know. I mean, sure she is. She is. She gets <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah she got roar. I guess so. Well, and she gets all the high end cases. She got the ICO case. Right. So Well, she
3: just doesn't think of it that way, and of course I feel like Rourke just now lives in a world where he just is always thinking about this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. it's like, uh, how will Eve make, put herself in danger? Like, how will this affect Eve?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So this says Rourke already guessed that they were going after Eve, but Eve hadn't. Um, Dudley and Moriarty view her as Rourke's indulgence, as in he bought and paid for her, but now she can use herself as bait. Phoenix suggests that she and Rourke accidentally on purpose run into them somewhere in public. And I I just love this whole scene. Like,
1: yeah, Oh my awesome. God,
0: it's so good. <laughs> them going into this, you know, club. They're yes. going to a, you know opera or something like that they go into this club and ballet i think yeah yeah ballet and that you know they're eve's acting like she's drinking heavily and they have this big fight and rourke storms out and eve (laughs) confronts moriarty and dudley and the whole thing is just amazing it's so so
3: funny it's just funny and brilliant
0: Yeah. yeah
2: So, um, and I love how they just hop into the van. And they're all <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. nice, little, nice little party, <laughs> so, you know. Like there's sex giggles going on and manly chuckles and manly chuckles. Right. Yeah.
0: So poor Beanie.
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine because he
0: had apparently built a uh, wall in his mind so that he didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> right. He didn't think have to hear the sex and
2: Eve. <laughs> Eve broke so, it. You broke yeah. it. You broke it. And I love how he just hands her a bottle. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> pretend you're drunk. Here you go.
0: Yeah. She's like, What is this for? He's like, You have to actually smell drunk too. You can't just pretend you're drunk.
2: <laughs> right. So, yeah, she
0: like washes her mouth out with it and then she puts a little on her like, yeah, perfume. On her yeah. Yeah. So, and then oh, she's all geez. like, How's that? <laughs> and then She's as at, as the susan ass. erickson reads it susan erickson reads this how's that like she, i love it know, reads in his face
3: so good <laughs> susan erickson her delivery of the lines in this fucking book are so good right, obviously eve,
0: eve drunk eve i uh, like all right uh, eve acting drunk
3: yeah it's ridiculous
0: yeah So Rio wants to go to Judge Dwyer because he has no known connections with either of the families. But since he's fly fishing in Montana, it's taking a long time to get the warrants. (laughs) Rourke brings her fancy clothes to change into, delivered by Somerset, and she gets to try out her anniversary watch glitter style.
1: Yeah. (laughs) A fancy
2: one. Yeah. A fancy one.
0: Peabody McNabb also disguise themselves and they go into the bar as well. Uh, Eve picks a fight with them, like we have already said. Um, yeah, once back in the surveillance van, um, Feeney tells her if she were his wife, he'd be divorced. And Rourke says, She's a bitch, but she's my bitch. <laughs> um, Baxter is in place when the warrants come in. Eve tells him to wait until the boys make their move. And then he reports that the same droid they used for Delafloat is moving at Moriarty's house, getting him a weapon. So Dudley calls Eve. She acts drunk and pissed (laughs) off. He claims Moriarty is mad crazy and he thinks that he killed all the others, but he can't give her any more details over the link. He says that Sly was drinking too much and that he will try to get away to meet Eve. Eve offers to call it in and have him arrested, but Dudley is worried that he might be wrong, just overreacting, and this way he can save face. If he's right, Eve will be the he- heroine credited with stopping the madness. He asks her to meet him at Our Lady of the Shadows Church,
3: you know,
1: so they
0: can talk without... us or being- anything. Yeah, right? Like,
3: meet me in this church? Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, of course, Rourke brings up the floor plans of the church so they could, you know... Figure out where everybody's going to be and their game plan. Um, Eve tells Feeney Rourke thinks like a cop, but hates it when she says <laughs> that, which is accurate. It yeah. accurate. Um, she points out that Deadly's eyes were the size of dinner plates, and Moriarty is undoubtedly using as well. Um, Peabody, McNabb, and Rourke take positions inside. Carmichael and several unnamed officers are outside. Eve declines body armor from Feeney, saying it makes her look fat, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) but applies some eau to whiskey. (laughs) Uh, Dudley is already at the church, and his voice shakes, although Eve can tell it's with laughter, not fear. She agrees with him that she doesn't get paid enough, but it's not the money, it's the power, and tells him he has five minutes before she's leaving. Um, Carmichael tells her Moriarty has arrived just as Dudley's link buzzes in his pocket. Moriarty holds a stunner to her throat and they tell her it's not a game. Games are for children. This is an adventure. Dudley is sad because they hope to have more time with her and have their New York finale be at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Um, then he whips out an, an antique Italian fencing foil. <laughs> She tells them they won't get away with this. They confess, brag, saying it wasn't work, it was pleasure, and they had originally planned another round before her. Dudley tells her the people they killed for New York, but other rounds elsewhere, were old nobody's new luxuries. Ugh, he tells Moriarty they have to. He tells Moriarty they have to kill her at the same time so that the score is tied. Moriarty asks who the asshole is now, and she tells him who it is them and (laughs) (laughs) knocks the stunner away while she pivots, leaving Dudley to stab Moriarty and graze Eve, which she blames on the shoes. Uh, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking shoes. When cops storm in, um, she indulges herself with a vicious punch to Dudley's face. Rourke tells her that's two jackets she's ruined this week (laughs) and says it's not her fault. So, yeah, it's oh, so, yeah.
3: So,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: also, like, um, come on, you.
3: Yeah, you're married to Eve, like two jackets you, is probably a good record, honestly. Yeah. Right. Honestly.
0: Yeah. You should know that you're just going to get jackets, run.
3: Right. Maybe you don't need to spend as much money on them as as you do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. No shit.
0: <laughs> so back at Central, Bentley Sorensen, Dudley's lawyer, tells Eve he plans to file formal complaints about her treatment of his client and her use of excessive force entrapment and harassment. He also says he's contacted the governor who will be speaking with the prosecuting attorney about falsifying information for an improper search. And he wants Dudley released immediately. Eve offers him the choice of allowing her to speak with Dudley now or having him stay in jail all weekend. She can't figure out if the attorney is an idiot or just doing his job, but gives him the benefit of the doubt and picks the latter. Dudley is weeping, coming down from his high, and is jonesing for another hit. He can't believe this is the way he's being treated after saving her life. She she shows him her clean talk screens from throughout the evening. Tells him Rourke says hi. (laughs) (laughs) Rourke says hi, by the way. Um... Yeah, that he might might not have noticed him at the church. He rolls on Moriarty because he thinks he's dead and because he's a bad friend. Yeah, he's a pretty shitty friend. Right? Eve tells him not to worry. Moriarty is very much alive and is pretty steamed about being stabbed. Dudley tells her she's making everything up as part of a vendetta against him and that she and Rourke will never be what he is <laughs> uh, for which she's grateful. She's like, that's Eve good starts, for me. Thank you. Right, Eve doesn't want to be like him, so Eve starts pulling out photos and evidence yeah, and Dudley really says he wants to go want to be home? like
3: you? Fucker. Mm.
1: No.
0: Doesn't everybody want to be like him? No. Yeah. No. Fucker. Um, So yeah, Eve starts pulling out photos and evidence and Dudley says he wants to go home. Eve tells him that it's never going to happen and by the way his drug stash has been confiscated. So insult to injury. Eve (laughs) taunts him into confessing and has him arrested. (laughs) Rourke tells her, nice work for a temporary whore. And she tells him that's saying something from a conniving, social-climbing nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she finishes the paperwork, says she will need a couple of hours with Moriarty in the morning, and agrees that they are a good fit. Meaning her and Rourke. Yes. Because that sounded kind of like Moriarty and Dudley are a good fit, which they are, but... They are, yeah. but not in a good way.
1: We're right. good way. Right.
0: Um, At the end of this, um, whoever did this outline said, Editor's note, in Possession and Death, which takes place the following day, Moriarty (laughs) confesses everything to Eve, and telling her the prize for the winner was a dollar.
2: Yeah.
0: So trash.
2: I already finished Possession, so. I have not. (laughs) Yeah. I've actually already read Treachery, too, but... Wow! You're I will reread ahead.
3: treachery over and over again. I'm, I'm not oh, working. Yeah.
2: What do you? Say I've got nothing to do but read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah.
3: Sorry.
0: Well,
2: don't be sorry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good week. Just laying on the couch reading and hanging out. That's good.
0: It's good. <laughs>
2: um. So
0: yeah. So that's the end of the book. So yeah. um, commendations. Anybody have
2: any commendations? I'm giving mine to Rourke. Just because, just yeah. for being a petty, petty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I oh love my it God. so much. I love how much he hated these guys. And yeah, this was, was like, yep, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love her taking these yeah. assholes down. Yeah. So yeah,
3: no. It is pretty Perfect. fantastic.
0: And the book is about love. So,
2: and the book is about <laughs> love.
3: This is kind of off the wall, but I, I really appreciate kind of where where this I don't know where we are in the series on this. I'm gonna give it to Nadine, who we don't actually interact with. We don't see
2: Nadine at all in this book.
3: Nadine and like the fact that she has given so much of her like her career to you know um, exemplifying good police work and how that's affecting Eve and her job. Um, I know Eve doesn't like it when people are always nice to her, but let me just tell you, it's kind of nice to see her like cringe when people are like nice to her because they've read the book. <laughs> right. But honestly, like not, again, yes, Eve on her own has done the work to to grow as a police officer into and, and she's earned every every bit of recognition she's gotten on her own. But without Nadine's book, like this her her career would not have gone on this path. And I think that, yeah. right. I don't know. I really. It was very. It was very like prevalent in this book, even though mm-hmm. Nadine is not. You know, right. yes. but her book is, and I'm like, you know what? That one. It just. Yeah. Feels like great it. to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: like it. Um, I'm actually gonna give my um. My accommodation to Ava, because that took some balls okay. to go yes. to.
1: Clean. I like it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Her. Like her. It. You know this woman and say, like, I just need to tell you this, yeah. Because you I need to it. know she like, did the right thing, she did, yeah. she did I mean, the right yeah. thing, she got killed for it, which is unfortunate, but she did the right thing, <sighs> yeah. So, good yeah. for her.
3: Can I just say that I loved rereading this book? I had a great time yeah, yeah. rereading this I book, too,
2: yeah. It's you know, it, <laughs> as trash as these guys are it was just a fun book and I I feel yeah, like I, yeah. I've never actually re-
3: like respected this book enough in the past not that I didn't but same. just like I didn't think yeah. of it as like something that I was excited to reread yeah same. And I yeah. had a really great time rereading
1: yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah I'm exactly the same yeah I I think I gave this a three initially on goodreads and but yeah it was really it was a really a good read the second time through
3: And I also want to say that the first three chapters of this book is some of the best writing in the entire series.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yep. I like, I will tell you that, um, I didn't remember everything that happened in the first three chapters. Like I was like, Oh yeah, they have a dead body. I didn't remember that it was their anniversary. I didn't remember all of the sweet interactions with family. Like I just remembered that you know, that Sean found a dead body and whatever. And like, and that yeah. Eve has a busman's holiday. That's all I remembered. And I was like, this is gorgeous. I just, yeah. I don't know. I was, I was really moved by, by this book in general, but especially the first three chapters. And I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten, which is also yeah. nice. Cause then you're just like, it's like a rediscovery instead right. of, exactly. I know what happens next, which we do. <laughs> But there are how many fucking books in this series? It's kind of yeah. nice that yeah. you kind of forget some things.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just love the the real subtle way that Eve is like teaching um, Sean little little yeah. tiny bits
2: of yeah. detective yeah. work. It's very, it's very sweet. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And how really he's like he's like I'm gonna always remember her name, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, she's mine Holly now Curlo
3: and it's just yeah it's very it's very mature because he's a small child like you know yeah. I, I feel like he'd just be like yeah he could just be like oh i, I was part of this history <laughs> and then and mm-hmm. lieutenant and you know eve had helped us find the bad guy but he like doesn't approach it that way he approaches it very maturely and I think yeah a lot of it has to do with Eve and his interaction with him or her interaction with him.
1: Yeah for sure
0: so okay um we have had a f- some um comments on this book.
1: Yeah
0: on yeah. Instagram and on Facebook. And on Facebook. Um yeah we have like six comments on Facebook. Do
3: you want me to read okay, this? Yeah go ahead. Okay, so um, Nisi said um, these men are monsters and the prize at the end being $1 reminds me of trading places uh, to be rich and bored. (laughs) Right. Um, And Michelle responded "Uh, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time but you are right. Both sets of men are massive scumballs. Also scumballs is a great term for (laughs) men. So thanks Michelle. Um selena said when i think about this one i often get it mixed up with seduction and death another pair of wealthy self-indulgent murderers
0: yeah, yeah.
3: i think a lot of people do um i think that we when we were on um in death.net i think that we work very i think that's another reason why i think we were very critical of it because we're like oh it feels like seduction and death
1: yeah, yeah.
3: but it does But it. But it doesn't like it's like it's maybe the same idea, but at the same time it's heightened almost. You know, because those were two young, stupid little asshats who didn't actually know what they were doing. It all kind of just happened. And this was this was, you know, intricately planned. And it was also done as, you know in their mind like payback for you know what what these people did so yeah i don't know um lynn look says i like this one for all the interesting secondary characters including unfortunately the victims yeah i really liked jamal and ava yeah Yeah. (laughs) i liked david sue the golf partner and patrice who was unabashedly decadent and self-indulgent but still thoughtful and insightful even chica oh right who uh-huh. exemplified yeah. a good salesperson and says those are good boots for a cop i'm not a shoe yeah. person <laughs> I, i'm not a shoe person but that shoe b- boutique scene was so great sly and winnie were the worst rich bros ever which i rich guess bros. makes some good villains <laughs> they are they're rich bros they are I love that yeah. rich bros oh yeah. that's fantastic um Christine said, love this book. Anytime with the family is a great book. And Heidi said, I've always liked this one for the ways it departs from the other books, as I noted on a different post. One, the view into vacation, which is rare and Eve dealing with a murder. She has no authority to investigate. Plus the reflection later when Eve notices all the media coverage of their trip. Oh, yeah, that is really great.
2: That is, yeah.
3: Uh, Two, Rourke golfing. I love the way he presents all this info to Eve afterward also. Three, Mira first in Eve's office drinking coffee, then on the next consult. Her admin is away and Eve doesn't need to face the dragon. Four, dickhead in love, super cheerful and helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah five eve arranging a dinner party slash cookout even if we don't get to see it into the novella and constantly forgetting what's happening with it uh our eve our classic eve um eve's attempt to describe the kitchen at the third murder scene is awesome there's some sort of fishy smelling stuff in the fridge he's got the (laughs) chicken in the cooker he's got salad crap washed in in this draining thing (laughs) yeah the, the murderers are annoying enough that I enjoy the final t- setup and takedown, especially the parts we don't know about until the interview, such as the I mean,
0: periodic. It, it's literally Crime Scene Kitchen. I don't know if anybody watches that show, but Crime no. Scene Kitchen is a thing.
3: What? Crime yeah. Scene Kitchen? What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my crime God. Scene Kitchen is a cooking show. And basically, sorry, this is like way off topic, but um, <laughs> the the contestants. Have to go into a kitchen after something's been baked and they have to figure out what they think it is.
1: Oh my God. And then God. they have
0: to bake that thing. And then the judges decide who came closest to the actual thing. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, crime scene kitchen.
3: Uh, okay, the rest of this just says um, the murderers are annoying, though enough that I enjoy the final setup and takedown, especially the parts we don't know about until the interview, such as the periodic blood alcohol tests and so on. Mm-hmm. In addition, although the victims are likable, so little time is spent with the, with them or with the killer that it doesn't make it as tough for me to read as compared to Devoted, Thankless, and Creation. Right. Five stars for Nora again. Um, I think Heidi,
0: Heidi made her own post not too long ago basically about this book saying that She wanted to post because she's, she's always behind the, yeah. Do you want
3: me to read that? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'll try to skip over anything that sounds like I already said it. Uh, Yeah. She said recently, I always seem to be too late with my comments. Um, So one thing we often hear in reviews, the bad ones usually, is that everything is formulaic. Same things every time, essentially. I love the number of times those patterns get broken in this book. Nora uses our expectations to surprise us and brighten things up. Some examples, in no particular order, um, re- referring back to Dickhead being in love. Um, Eve goes to the lab. Dickhead is chipper, cheerful, and spewing information. No bride needed, which throws Eve off stride. He's in love. Right. Uh, two. Eve meets with Dr. Mira in her own office. No encounter with the admin. Mira asks for coffee instead of tea. Three, when Eve shows up to a building in Rourke's little convertible, she gets all the VIP treatment with the doorman fawning over her a bit. Right, right. (laughs) And four, the clerk at the shoe store is eager to please. How far back? Would you like that store-wide or city-wide? Would you like (laughs) sparkling water? There are probably more, but I love how Nora pulls Eve and us out of the usual routine, and I'm only on chapter 10. Yay. Yeah. And um... Yeah. Oh, and um, a comment on that post um, from Alicia said, I agree. In general, the behavior of most people is predictable. My coworker always says any instead of anyhow. And people in the same job often act similarly when approached by a stranger. You can't park here. In addition, we all have certain procedures and go through. We go through for our jobs and repeat them over and over again. These sort of things are not formulaic, just realistic. Your counterexamples are fun. Thank you, Alicia. We agree. Those are realistic. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so anywho. <laughs> you
1: um,
0: on uh, on Instagram, Jamie's illustration says, the start of the book is what I remember the most. Sean's fascination with Eve and the police asking for help. This was the book where Eve says the cock She puts <laughs> cock role, but I want to say cock. Um, I can't remember much else of the book. It's been nine it's been years since I've read it. Can't wait to hear this podcast. Um and uh, Michelle Kay said answered her and said, I'm rereading it now. She wakes up briefly when the rooster's cockadoodle doo has has a chat with <laughs> Rourke as he gets dressed and falls back to sleep. Later when she goes down for breakfast, Sinead says, I hear the cock woke you up. Dallas nearly chokes on her coffee. <laughs> Janae says, I mean, I meant the rooster, though. Good for you if the other did as well. Um, Cock joke. (laughs) Yes. Nicky Lodian, I adore this one. The beginning with Rourke's family is one of the most memorable moments in the series. Agreed. Yep. Uh, Maureen Lee has a lot of comments. She says, I love (laughs) that she sees Sean idolizing her and not only puts up with him, but teaches him. And she also says, where do I start? Lived Eve thinking of an incredible gift for Rourke, uh, his family, and the village. Too bad she has no heart and never grows. <laughs> <laughs> Maureen also says, um, it's another one of those books where Eve suddenly has a breakthrough and in the morning everyone is stunned and can't comprehend how her mind got there. But, I, you know, I felt like it made sense all the way through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, for me. Um, I love her whoopee and being woken up by the cock. <laughs> also, she says the killers are a bunch of rich kids and grown up bodies. Talk about rich, white, privileged.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I never know how to say this. I want to like. Sham. S-H-A-M-G. 1913. Um, says, I love Sean. And you know, we all do. <laughs> yeah he's pretty great i love it uh then julie uh said just found this podcast and love it rereading the series haven't gotten to this one yet but i thought i would put that one in there anyway
2: i love it yeah um, I love them.
0: and let's see i think that's it hearts linus books it just said happy sigh and then heart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. heart faces <laughs> so um so yeah yeah That's good. Uh,
1: That's a good one. Yeah, it's a
0: fun one. It it really is, and like we said, you know, really liked it way better the second time. So, yep. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it it was so close to seduction that you know we kind of felt like, eh, this is the same. But it's not. It's really not. It's 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 way different than seduction. We just
3: didn't ever think of it. I, I think we just.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yes, two rich guys having a competition.
2: Yeah, but that's really the only. And I don't even think that
0: in seduction they were necessarily having a competition. They weren't. They were just being
2: idiots. They were just trading off terms. Yeah. I
3: think that they kind of turned it into one, but it was like, it wasn't like this.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. It wasn't what, yeah, it wasn't what they set out to do. Right. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Should we go on to podcast business? Yes. Business. Yeah. Okay. So, um, for new, for podcast business, we have two new patrons actually.
1: Ooh, oh Yay. Um, Elizabeth and
0: Amy, and they both paid for the year. So thank you very much. I nice. appreciate that. Um, great to have you as a, uh, a patron. Um, We also got an email from Beatrice. I don't know if you remember, but we've read a couple of Beatrice's uh, Mm -hmm. emails and she's been giving us updates as she gets farther along in the podcast. (laughs) Um, So this one says, hi, just checking in again after making it past episode 100. You guys made me laugh so much. I love the review, the reviews episodes, and I am with Tara here. I hate people. (laughs) Um, I write reviews on Goodreads or rather notes as I never include a synopsis, but these are just for myself. So I can remember which authors I like or dislike and why I hope we haven't read any of her reviews. <laughs> well. I hope if we read them, they were favorable. Um, right. Yes. So uh, I read a lot. So sometimes it's a bit hard to keep track of all the stuff that I only read once. I rarely DNF because I am always afraid that I might miss out on the good part but when I do, I click, clearly state and note why it didn't work for me. For me. That doesn't mean the book is bad, just not my thing. I wish more people yeah. realized that they are not the center of the universe. We do, too. Thank you. I, we yeah. agree, you too. Um, I also love the episode with Alison Brennan, and we'll be checking out her books. Mm. I used to be a yeah. crime suspense thriller mystery reader almost exclusively for pretty much 30 years, so I don't mind stuff that's a bit darker. I draw the line at torture, though, and I always skip those parts. It's enough for me to know that there was torture, no details. Thank you very much. That's fair. I also skip the doing the thing parts most of the time (laughs) because I was more interested in the parts of the books that went along with my crime suspense reading. But it would never have occurred to me to complain about it. I hate people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I switched
0: to reading mostly contemporary romance a few years ago because I needed some happy, less dark stuff in the pandemic and due to some health issues. And Nora's sex scenes are quite sweet and vanilla. Surely if you have to complain about these, you have some issues. Right. (laughs) Anyway, keep up the good work. I'll keep catching up. And in two or three months, I'm hopefully all up to date.
3: (laughs) All right. So good for you.
0: We are yeah. for you.
3: Yeah, it's a lot. It's a fucking long series.
0: Yep, it is. And anybody that has the guts to pick it up, you know, and yeah. start reading it, it's yep for real. Kudos to them because you know, yeah, you're right. It is a fucking long series. Ugh. so um, before we end the show, because we talked about this on the briefing room, I want to let everybody know that unfortunately, um, one of our frequent guests on the show. Uh, my dog hoover has passed away. Yeah. So it's very sad and um but um I will always remember all the times that he yes. was an asshole and uh, barked during the episodes mm-hmm. and <laughs> was super needy much. and kept like putting his nose under my hand when I had it on my mouse yeah. here to try to get me to pet mm-hmm. him and uh, so you know it's yeah. just it's super sad and you know
2: we're all anyway. very sad and we'll miss them very
0: much yeah um so next week i don't think we have any plans what Uh-oh. we're gonna do but we'll figure <laughs> yeah. it out as we always figure do it
3: out.
0: we always do figure it out That's what we do um if you want to get a hold of us uh you can go to any of our social medias just search for podcasts and death Uh, facebook instagram x twitter x x twitter i don't know oh
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you see he put that big huge obnoxious flashing x on top i didn't
2: even know what it was at first i'm like what the fuck is that and then i was like oh yeah but he put it on top of
0: the build twitter's building that he put a big obnoxious light up x did you see that yeah. No. And it like lit oh. up the entire like one block all around it. And there Talk was a you, Elon. there was a apartment building right across the street. And those people were like, "Uh, no. Don't no. think so."
3: <laughs> they like, "Well, I guess he didn't get approval to do it cuz right. it's like a zoning thing." Right. You oh. have to you have to like apply to do that kind of shit.
0: Right. He, so, just um, cuz
3: you're a bajillionaire doesn't mean that you are exempt from
0: the rules. Right. God, what a so we take that down. So good, anyway. So what a dick. <laughs> good.
3: He's He's a a what a dick.
0: Trash. What a dick. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a little off topic. Um, well. <laughs> so yeah, but we are on Twitter, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess, kind of. Uh, but you can also um send us an email at show at um, we'll go to our website, www.podcastanddeath.com, or you can call the number, and the number is 205 476 2753. And that spells out 2054 Rourke. Yep.
2: And don't, you know, remember the Discord, guys. We're there.
0: Remember the Discord.
2: Yes. Yep. I pop if, in there occasionally, yeah. and nobody's posting. So <laughs> no, I think you
0: need to start posting. Maybe you need to start I posting do, stuff and I'm, like tagging everyone. I'm like, I on Discord all the time. That's like the mm-hmm. only social media I'm on. on so <laughs> yeah, you need to start. You know, posting like topics that people can talk about. And start, posting about. Yeah, we'll do that. And our next book we'll is possession. Some- uh, give us your thoughts yeah. on possession or whatever. Yep, absolutely. And um, yeah, and it become a uh, a uh, patron me. like um Elizabeth and Amy did, and uh, yeah. you'll get uh, some swag. Yeah. if you if you give at the Some dollar cool level, swag it's really pretty oh, yeah. pretty cool swag um and you'll get an extra episode every week that we call the briefing room and mm-hmm. where we talk about just random stuff yep but it's still fun yep um and uh i think that's it
1: unless you mm-hmm. guys have yeah. anything
0: else mm-hmm. okay nope so um thanks for joining us on this episode. And uh for Podcast in Death, this is AJ. I'm Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next
1: week. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Guys. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcasts in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the In-Death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at PodcastInDeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at com, or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205 476 2753. That spells out 2054 Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch it to you.